Hey everybody and welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And today we're go oh god, where are we going? Uh Halloween Town. Well Hall- we have like right. we a <laughs> second of Halloween Town left. Right. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I deserved it. I deserved it. I I I feel like I should before we start so it doesn't take any of your time away. I feel like I should tell you about my spike from Buffy phase in high school just to like just to even out <laughs> the podcast. Yeah, I want to hear about this now. Okay, so uh in ninth between I think it was between 8th and ninth grade, uh which is the the summer that Buffy ended, um uh, I bleached my hair, I did get a trench coat and I was painting my nails. That's a look. I just I just went full-on spike from Buffy for at least a year. I don't know how long it lasted. So I it's I so when I when I'm like, oh you had a printed out copy of the night before I was ah, ha, ha. I like I'm still culpable. Like I still <laughs> did bad too. It's so like I actually in fifth grade I went as Buffy for Halloween and I like a little leather jacket, a little spike and I wanted to wear all black and my mom made me uh change my shirt to white and the rest of the night I was just really mad. I said, now the vampires are gonna see me mom. Well, she she wears white a lot. Uh, the last thing she wears in the show is white peacoat. So, that is true. Yeah, but I was I wanted to do, like dress it all black, and be like I'll be stealthy. Yeah, and still, I was like, yeah, you'll get hit by a car. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, moms, how dare they? Um, I went as Spike for two consecutive Halloweens. Well, it was apparently your look. So it was it was just what I was doing with my life. I guess I went <laughs> as nineteen seventy seven Spike that killed the Vampire Slayer and Fool for Love. It was very fucking specific. Because in case anyone thinks I'm cool, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already proved that I'm not cool. So well, good. We're hey, if you guys are looking for two not cool people to talk about Kingdom Hearts, you came to the right place. <laughs> Uh, so we got one minute left of Halloween Town. Yes. And then Neverland. Neverland. Okay. So previously on Kingdom Smarts, we went to, did we finish Atlantica in the last episode? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause he, he, the, the little trident thing went in the little slot and that was the, the keyhole to yeah. the universe or the, to the world. Yep. And then in Halloween Town, Jack and Professor Finkelstein and probably some others could make the heartless dance. Yeah, they're making a heart to control the heartless solely to make them dance for the, like their Halloween thing they do. That seems like like a weird misappropriation of materials. Like <laughs> that is Jack's thing. That, yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's where we ended. Did something happen? Uh, we had two boss fights. We right. fought Oogie in a casino, Oogie Boogie in a casino, and then Oogie Boogie as his own house. Right. I think we. Did that and then time was up because we yeah. talked about your high school years for about five straight minutes. <laughs> it's okay, it happens. I can't drop that I used to carry around the Nightmare Before Christmas script just casually. Yeah, I was I just blindsided by it and I had to delve deeper. I wish I still had it though. Past Shannon is like, no, I must delete, I must get rid of the shame from my life. <laughs> Only for it to be preserved uh, in amber on this podcast forever. Yep. All right. Uh, are are you ready? I am ready. All right. Your time starts now. All right. Like I said, we do the boss battle with Oogie Boogie where he turns into his house. And as soon as we defeat it, the he his whole house crumbles and like turns to dust, which like I think I said last time, the Trinity Mark was originally on the house. So when the house crumbled to dust. Yeah. You lost that Trinity Mark forever. <laughs> Not, your game just sitting at 99% forever. <laughs> at least that was before there were trophies. So it wasn't like that a, big of a deal. A big deal. Yeah. Unless you sat there and looked at your Jiminy's journal and saw like the one square missing. Oh no. 
Yeah, underneath the house is where the keyhole is, so we lock the keyhole. And then uh, Jack thanks us for helping, and he's just like, oh, sorry Halloween got ruined, but you can come by next year, it'll be great. And then that world's done. (laughs) (laughs) You're literally right at the end. We're we're at the precipice, huh? Yep. (laughs) Well, oops. Hey, wait a minute, what do you mean? I thought every day was Halloween in Halloween Town. No, they plan it for, like, the entire year, and then they have Halloween. Okay. They just live in a world where Halloween's all they know. So they just sit around and wait for Halloween. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. It's like, remember, the mayor makes the whole, like, there's only 365 days till next Halloween. Right. 364. (laughs) I won't start. Uh, I mean, you had the script at some point. I imagine you could do the whole thing. (laughs) The keyblade that you get for this world is called Pumpkinhead, and it's black with like a little spider thing as the key part and little wings and then like a pumpkin keychain it's actually a really awesome keyblade like i i used this one for a fair amount of time and i know people that would switch to this one to like fight sephiroth and stuff oh nice because it's um it has a long reach and the ability to deal a strong uh string of critical blows oh sweet awesome yeah so you chain chain them real real good yeah it's also got a pretty long reach which is great so you can stay away from his very long sword. Yeah. In the fun fact, originally I wrote down the Chain of Memories uh, description of this Keyblade. <laughs> and like only wrote down the original one right before we started. Because I was reading it, I was like, recovery after a card break? What the fuck? Oh, it's the wrong game. <laughs> that's the problem when there's so many of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's the end of the world. And when you leave Halloween Town... Uh, I guess if you, uh, depending if you skipped one of the worlds, this basically happens whenever you just leave this little area of worlds. Because like I said, the map, there's like little circles and each circle has a certain number of worlds. Right. And this little circle has uh, only those two. And just whenever you leave this circle, you get, uh, you're flying in space and then Hook's ship comes up and rams you. Oh, dang. Yeah. So when you start Neverland, it's again, kind of like Deep Jungle where you're just violently thrown into it because you don't really have a choice. (laughs) (laughs) what's what is the saving situation in kingdom hearts could because like if if you're like okay as soon as i finish this world i I gotta go and you're like oh i'm doing another one right now okay oops can you like save or uh as soon as you get to the map you can save and there's also save points like throughout the worlds but um like to get to like the new space of worlds like you would do the uh gummy ship thing and then right after the gummy ship thing you would be in a different area Okay. So as long as you sh- uh, save before you like interact with anything on the map, you're good. But once you interact with something on the map, that's when something starts. Okay, gotcha. And um, yeah, so Sora's on Captain Hook's sh- ship suddenly, which is also still in water somehow, which I don't understand because it was just in space. Yeah. But then once you're on it, it's in water. Uh, a floating cloud of water in space. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so Sora's just kind of like, oh, I'm on this pirate ship now. And he's kind of looking around and Donald and Goofy are nowhere to be seen. And then in the di- and then you hear Riku's voice be all, oh, I didn't think you would come. So Sora turns around and Riku's just like casually standing up on the ship. And I think at this point he's got like a few Heartless with him already. And they're like little piratey guys. Oh no. <laughs> Riku, no. Riku gets all, or not Riku, Sora gets all angry. He's like, where's Donald and Goofy? And Riku's just like, oh, of course you're asking about them. Shouldn't you be more worried about her? And steps to the side, and he's got Kairu with her. But she's just like, 
sitting on the floor. Like, her eyes are open now, but she's not looking anywhere. She's just sitting with, like, kind of oh, a gape no. and just like, ugh. And, this yeah. This poor girl, what happened to her? <laughs> she doesn't have a heart. Who took it? It was Maleficent, wasn't it? We'll find out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Sora tries to, like, run up to go get to where they are. And a bunch of more Heartless show up, and Captain Hook kind of, like, stops them. He's like, oh, no shenanigans on my boat, boy. Sora's just getting really frustrated. He's like, why are you siding with the Heartless? This is stupid. Erika's just like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm so strong that they're not going to affect my heart. I'm not going to lose my heart. It's great. I don't... Uh, you're a, you're an idiot 15-year-old boy, Riku. <laughs> you're playing with fire. And actually, it's one of my favorite dialogue things is when Riku's like like ranting. Like afterwards, Sora's response is just like, "Riku, you're stupid." I was like, "No, that's like that's a great way for a fourteen year old to respond to this." Oh yeah, that's a perfect way to do it. <laughs> then, uh, what's his butt? Riku summons more heartless. All just like, "Yeah, I can tr- control them now. Of course, I don't have to worry about it." He gets them to take Sora and throw him uh, under the deck or wherever. The like, brig. The brig. I don't know. Just they throw the, him somewhere. The hold. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, the hold. Okay. I was like, uh, let me just name all the boat parts I know. Starboard? (laughs) Port? Yeah, so Sora gets thrown below deck, and uh, then we see Riku and Hook kind of talking for a bit, and Hook's super pissed, and he's just like, what do you mean, Wendy's not one of the princesses? I worked my ass off to go get her, and I just wasted all my time. Riku's just like, yeah, she's not one of the seven. That's all Maleficent cares about, so like, throw her over deck. We gotta go. (sighs) What a little shithead! Riku! What are you doing? Yeah, and then you kind of get the impression that Hook's like, just like, I don't want to take... Yeah, he's talking to Smee, he's like, I don't want to listen to this piece of shit. But he's controlled the Heartless and they're everywhere on my boat, so... I guess we gotta do it. So does Hook, like, like abstain from controlling the Heartless? Because he, like, knows how bad it can be? Uh, I yeah, I don't think... I think it is kind of implied that he doesn't have the power to create them. So I think it's just one of those... Riku can create them and control them, and I think Hook can just kind of tell them what to do. Okay. There's levels to being able to control yeah. these Heartless. <laughs> Everything's got layers in this game. Oh. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. And, uh, yeah, after Hook's done being a uh, drama queen, we cut back to Sora, who's down in the hold, and he's just so excited that he saw Kyrie. He's going, like, yeah, I saw her upstairs. It's definitely her. And Goofy's like, yeah, that's great. Let's go talk to her. We're going to get out of here. We're going to talk to Kyrie. And then it just, like, kind of zooms out. And, like, Sora's so excited. He just, like, fell on top of everyone and didn't get off. And Goofy sh- or uh, Donald's underneath everyone just being really upset. <laughs> and uh, so they get up. And they're just like, all right, we got to get out of here. And then Peter Pan shows up. And is like, yeah, you're not going to be able to get out of here. But, like, I can. So it's like, get out of my way, please. So, so wait, oh, so Peter's just like in the hold and like, all right, I'm going to leave now. Fuck you guys. Yeah. It was like head. he was in prison with them and they kind of pointed out too. And they're just like, what? You can't talk shit, dude. You're in here with us. He's like, yeah, <laughs> or am I? And then Tinkerbell shows up and he's just like, all right, sweet. Now you can help me get out of here. But since it's Tinkerbell, I think she she's talking to him and he mentions something about Wendy and she gets pissed off and leaves. You're right. I love Tinkerbell. Uh, my favorite thing about her is that she can only ha- she only has space for one emotion at a time. So she so if she's angry, she's exclusively angry. If she's happy, she is exclusively happy. Relatable. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I I very much identify with that. <laughs> Peter Pan just being a jerk, so Tinkerbell leaves. So then Peter Pan's just like, oh, well, I guess you guys have a use now. 
And he does the whole, just like, yeah, I'm Peter Pan. But then Sora goes to shake his hand. He just pulls his hand away before he can shake it. He's just like, all right, so you're going to help me. What a brat. (laughs) Yeah, Peter Pan's kind of the worst. (laughs) And uh, they're like, all right, so we're going to, we'll get out of here together. And Peter Pan, of course, he's Peter Pan. So he's like flying everywhere. Yeah. And Goofy and Donald are just like, well, that's kind of like not fair, buddy. Like, why are you flying? He's like, oh, anyone can fly. You just kind of need like pixie dust and stuff. So he gets, uh, Tink eventually comes back and you get pixie dust and now you can fly in neverland is this better or worse than being able to swim it's actually better and i can't explain why because it's the same commands it, wouldn't it be the same thing yeah yeah but for some reason it's easier okay. i think it's because i can land on the ground and still walk and then like if i see something i can just like float up and get it and come back down okay so at the end of the day like i'd still walk in a straight line when i want to go somewhere i can just also happen to fly Right, they didn't give you any like weird water physics to deal with too. Yeah. It's just, it's just like if you want to fly, you can. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got stuff out of order. All right, here is where Hook is talking about that Wendy's not a princess of heart. Oops. Okay. It's cool. That same diff. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's just talking more about like he doesn't know what Maleficent is planning with everyone's taking all these princesses' hearts, and Riku's just like, I don't care as long as she helps me save uh save Kyrie. I don't care what she does to anyone else. So she, so she's. Trying to take the princesses' hearts, then, to open kingdom hearts. That's kind of what's implied. We don't actually know yet. So I, I think I'm putting my money down that she took Kyrie's heart, and I am very, I am upset with her now. <laughs> but yeah, so they're saying, like, yeah, just again the whole we don't need Wendy because she's not one of the seven chosen ones. I don't know how we decide which one's the chosen one, but Melissa knows she's dead weight. Throw her overboard. <laughs> And then we cut back to Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Peter Pan, and they find the area where Wendy is, but it's one of those, like, she's in a level above them, and there's, like, a little grate. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can see through it to see them, but you can't get to them. Yeah. They're just, like, walking, and they hear Wendy, and it's the same voice actress that they got back for uh, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Oh, yeah, because didn't she do the voice of Wendy, yeah. too? Yeah. So they're like, oh, yeah, I got you. So it's Wendy's original voice, which is really cool. Nice. Yeah, so we're walking, and you hear Wendy be all like, Peter, Peter Pan! And you're just like, oh, God, your voice is terrible. Why is it so cute as Alice, but not as Wendy? Yeah, so then Peter's like, uh, Peter Pan's all like, okay, cool, we're gonna go find you. I'll figure out how to find you. And he, like, floats away for a second, but then Sora runs out. He's like, hey, Wendy, is there, uh, is there another girl up there with you? She's like, oh, yeah, there is, but she hasn't moved. I think she's asleep. And Sora's just like, oh, God, oh, that's Kyrie. And when it shows it from Wendy's point of view, it is definitely Kyrie. She's, like, slumped in the corner, and, like, through the grate, the only thing you can see is, like, a little bit of, like, her shoe and, like, yeah. a little bit of her hand. So Sora's doing, like, the anime kid thing where he's, like, reaching for and just be like, oh, oh, Kyrie. <laughs> and when he says Kyrie, you see her hand fall and one of her fingers, like, twitch a little bit. And then it cuts back to him and he's just super excited. He's like, yeah, all right. She's all right. She's all right. She's going to be okay. She's going to yeah. be fine. After this, they get out of this room and go to, oh, yeah, they, uh, before they leave, uh, someone comes in and grabs Wendy and drags her out and we assume Kyrie too but since where we're from we can't really see yeah so then they run out and we make it to hook's cabin and we make it just in time to see riku leaving with Kyrie. okay so and he leaves through another like dark portal and as he's leaving he summons another shadow but it's a sh- like a shadow of sora so that's kind of oh, cool. it's, it's, it's dark link but yeah. sora yep okay so then you end up having to do, again, a Dark Link fight. So you're fighting your your own shadow. And oh, God. I hope it's not as bad as that Dark, that Dark Link fight is so fucking annoying. 
It's not that bad, but it kind of does what the um, Heartless Shadows do, where, like, it will turn into, like, a 2D thing on the floor and move around. So like, okay. you'll be attacking it fine, then it just disappears, and you're like, it oh, It just great. goes away. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and you just gotta, like, watch it and, like, chase it for a bit, then it'll pop up, back up, and you can hit it, and that's, like, a little mini-boss fight. Is there, uh, in the Dark Link fight, uh, we, Josh and I did a Let's Play of that, and it took us about 45 minutes. Uh, we ended up just cheating, uh, and just, like, spamming Din's fire so it couldn't get away from the attack. Um, is the way to defeat this to wait for it attack and to counterattack it, or is there just, like, attack it regular? Just, att I just remember attacking it regular. It's just mostly, like, once it disappears, it's kind of annoying, but it'll pop back up. Okay. Sounds much more manageable than the Dark Link fight. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of really terrible boss fights in Kingdom Hearts 1. This is not one of them. Nice. Good. And, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, and after you fight this, you run back out to the top of the ship, and Peter Pan saved Wendy from Captain Hook, and Captain Co Hook's out there with, like, a ton of Heartless. And um, once Peter has Wendy, he fucking dips. <laughs> <laughs> what a little shithead. Peter Pan, I know in the movie he's not, like, great. Like, he kidnaps three children, and presumably more, to be like, just come and hang out in Neverland forever. It'll be, it'll be cool and fun. But, like, I don't think he was, like, a shithead until now. In Kingdom Hearts, he kind of is. <laughs> and uh, maybe it's just because he can't kidnap Sora and make him his friend. Sora's just like, oh, well, you're my friend. And he's just like, oh, is this what this is like? Oh, uh, no. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once, uh, once Pan's out of there, Hook's just kind of mocking you. He's like, oh, Pan left and that Riku kid left with Kyrie before you could even talk to him. What a little piece of shit. And Sora's just like, all right, well... So, like, tell me where he's going. He's like, oh, he's going to Hollow Bastion. And that's not going to mean anything to you because you're kind of stuck on a ship with me. Well, he's heartless. So what are you going to do about it? And uh, then Hook is talking about uh, demanding Sora hand over the Keyblade. And he shows that he has Tinkerbell trapped in the lantern, like in yeah. the very way that Hook does. Right. And Sora, being Sora, it's not, he's not like, oh, well, I don't know her, so I can go by. He's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I saw her for like two seconds, so she's one of my best friends. We're friends now, so I had to get her out. <laughs> yeah. So he kind of like does the thing where like the Keyblade just kind of disappears. He's just like, all right, I just won't use my Keyblade. And then Hook is going on about how they're going to walk the plank and all this stuff. But then when he's telling Sora to walk the plank, the crocodile shows up and Hook freaks out and like yeah. runs inside. He's just like, Smee, you can handle it. Yeah. I don't, don't want to listen to all that. You got this, so, I'll be in here. <laughs> he's like, you got it. Just, I won't look at anything. So everything's going to obviously go right. <laughs> and Sora does the whole thing where he's going to, he's on the plank and he's about to jump off. But then you hear Peter Pan just like, Sora, just like, believe in yourself. You can fly. And he's like, oh yeah. So he jumps off. And goes like he's going to fall into the crocodile's mouth, but then flies up instead, takes Tink back from Smee, and then Peter Pan's back. He's just like, oh, you didn't think I was going to, like, leave you and Tink, did you? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I kind of did, Pete. <laughs> and then you get, like, a mini boss battle. There's, like, these little heartless pirate ships that show up. Like, they're super cute, but they also shoot cannons at you, and it's really annoying. <laughs> and, like, you have to fly off the ship to go attack them, then, like, come back and also attack some heartless. Seems like, like that is another subtitle for Kingdom Hearts is, it's very cute, but very annoying. Yes, that is another <laughs> subtitle for Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so after you defeat all of these guys, um, like, you clear off the board, and then, like, you go to the door that Hook went through and, like, knock on it, and you hear Hook on the other side just be like, are they gone, Smee? Can I come out now? And then Pan does, like, a Smee voice. He's like, oh, yeah, it's safe. Come on out. Yeah. 
And then Hook comes running out, and now it's another boss fight, because now you just tricked Hook into your grass, so now you get to beat right. the shit out of him. Yeah. I actually don't remember this Hook fight. I remember it being all right. There's a Hook fight in Birth by Sleep that, like, traumatized David, so now all my memories of this Hook has been replaced by that They've hook. been overwritten. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> apparently that one's very hard. I played Birth by Sleep on Beginner, so it's very easy for me. Right. The but fun way to like, play games. <laughs> yeah, it's like a trigger word now for David, because he was playing it on Proud Mode. Which is, oh. like, the difficult level. and uh, But yeah, so you defeat Hook, and then you throw him overboard. And, but, like, in the cartoony way, where you're not actually murdering man, where he's just, like, bouncing on the water as a crocodile yeah. chases him. So are so, we still in space, or have we made it to Neverland yet? They're just on the water? I don't know. Okay. I'd say it would be implied that, like, they rammed Sora and everyone, and then, like, flew to Neverland. But Sora was just like standing on the like the stern of the ship or bow, whatever it is. Yeah. So I was like, I just I feel like if you had been on it for a hot minute, you would just stand at the one spot without all your friends. You'd go find them. So, I don't know. Yeah, Some I don't. Weird geography. It that's not the important part here. I feel like the important part here is like the story, and and they knew that making the game. Yeah. After this, we get to a new cutscene, which is like this is like a weird little small scene, but for some reason, I just really fucking love this scene, and it's um. Sor- or not Sora, uh, Donald, Goofy, and Peter Pan are talking, and Goofy, being a loud piece of shit, is like, man, Sora- or Kyrie's acting like she doesn't have a heart. She can't wake up, so I guess she doesn't have a heart. And then Donald's just kind of like, hey, shh, shh. Hey, be cool, man. Stop. How, how is Goofy the one being an asshole in this situation, and Donald being the one being like, hey, be cool about this? I don't know. I guess it's character growth for Donald. Oh, man, look at him. He's learning and growing. <laughs> And then, like, it kind of, like, pulls out, and you see Sora in the foreground, and, like, the way they framed it, like, you can't see his eyes, and he's kind of out of focus. But he looks really sad, he's just, like, holding on to, like, the edge of the boat. And they're all just like, oh, no. Oh, Sora. Oh, no, buddy. And it cuts to him, he's just like, oh, man, can't believe it. And then it zooms out, and he's just, like, all smiles, he's like, I flew! <laughs> I actually flew! Ha, huh, I can't <laughs> wait to tell Kyrie. You think she'll believe it? Ah, probably won't. And then oh, Peter Pan is like, oh, just like, bring her to Neverland. We'll show it to her herself, ourselves. He's like, yeah, it's a good point. If you believe in anything, you can do it, right? And they're all like, yeah, totally. He's like, cool. I'm going to save Kyrie. I know it. <laughs> oh, what a, what a fucking good boy. And then he just goes on. He's just like, ah, I have so many things I want to tell her about. Like, we were on a pirate ship. There were all these pirates. I went on all these adventures. Can't wait to tell her all about it. This fucking kid. <laughs> love this scene. It's so stupid. It's, it's, <laughs> keep it together, Rainer. Uh, <laughs> or don't. Up to you. I, I, having seen about zero seconds of Kingdom Hearts uh, and getting most of it through you on this podcast, Sora is a good fucking kid, and I just want him to be okay. <laughs> I want him and Kyrie to have fun and go on adventures. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about Sora, too. I think that's why I love this scene so much, because it just tells you a lot about him like i feel like it'd be so easy for him to be like oh i just want to save Kyrie and be the hero but he says like oh, i just hope she's okay i just want to talk to her yeah and yeah, i, I like, like oh. that him being like oh anything's possible if you believe in it i'm gonna do this it's so great it's good that's my shit but yeah so then uh tinkerbell shows back up in the middle of all this and she's like and peter panch is like oh there's something going down at the clock tower let's go with tink so then you leave with tink to go to uh big ben which is where the keyhole is Okay. And so, um, Wendy's so also in, there again. In Peter Pan's world, there's Neverland, but also just regular England. Yeah. 
I guess okay. it's part of the Peter Pan movie, so it makes so kind it of counts. Sense. Okay, all right, I'll buy it. Yeah, and then we get a little flashback to the kids again, where it's uh, Sora and Riku in the cave, where there's like no more kid stuff. When we grow up, we're going on real adventures. And they're just like, yeah, we're going to do it. It's going to be great. And then when they're leaving, they're like, oh, well, what are we going to do right now? Oh, there's a girl at the mayor's office that, like, she, mo- she moved here, like, the day there was that meteor shower. Let's go talk to her. And then Riku turns around and sees the door in the secret place with the lock on it instead of being blank. Yeah. Which I, f- I think we saw later. They just show us to us again. Yeah, I, you've definitely said this before, so they, they must have shown it Yeah, twice? I think they show it twice. And then we cut back to Neverland, where Peter and Wendy are talking, and Sora, Sora Donald, and Goofy in the background, and Donald's just being a little bit of a jerk, where he's, like, laughing at Tinkerbell, because she's, like, kind of pouting while she's watching the uh, Peter and Wendy talk. Yeah. And so then Tinkerbell gets all pissed and, like, flies around uh, Peter and Wendy, just being really angry. And Peter's just like, all right, well, uh, I guess she's yours now, Sora, why don't you take care of her? <laughs> To which Sora's proper reaction is, what? And then he just turns, the Tinkerbell's just like right there. He's like, all right, I guess I have a new summon now. (laughs) So now we have a new summon that is Tinkerbell. Okay. By way of Peter Pan being tired of his best friend and just throwing it on someone else. Yeah, like like auctioning her off. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Uh, What what does she do? What is her, her ability? I don't remember, and I didn't look it up. She can open tiny doors. She can clap your hands if you believe. That's the only thing I remember from Peter Pan. <laughs> if you stop believing in her, I think she dies. Right. That's bad. That's a rough time. I don't feel like Sora's going to stop believing in anyone. So No, I don't think he has it in him. It looks like Tinkerbell has like an HP or an HP MP kind of cheer thing where uh, while she's flying around, she'll heal you and like you can use more uh, magic, it looks like. Yeah, so okay. she has like a healing regain ability. Okay. If I am reading that right. So when you use a summon, that gets rid of Donald and Goofy, right? Yeah. So, but this is will actually heal you instead of not healing you like Donald yes. doesn't do. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then you get a new Keyblade, which is called Fairy Harp, and it's really cute. It's, like, made out of, like, petals and has, like, a little, a uh, little, uh, like, pan flute as the key. Okay, that sounds pretty neat. Yeah, and it's, um, it raises your max MP by one, enhances magic and summoning, and sometimes deals powerful critical blows. Uh, so it's actually a pretty good Keyblade. Like, towards the end of the game is when you start getting, like, all the good Keyblades. Right. Yeah, that's the end of Neverland. So after this, we get to go back. Uh, I think they mentioned wanting to go back to Traverse Town with Sid because we got a Navi G from, I think, Monstro. Okay, you found it somewhere in his guts. Yes, somewhere. R- wandering around. All right. So then we cut back to Riku's in Hollow Bastion. And he's just exhausted. Like, he's catching his breath and he's just panting. And then you hear Maleficent being all like, you know, that was reckless of you to keep going into the darkness without a vessel. This is how you're going to fall apart as a person and lose your heart. And Riku just gets all snappy and he's just like, no, I'll be fine. Okay. So the darkness being the space between worlds or like like going into it as in like summoning more heartless? Like going like how he would summon the darkness portals and then step into oh, okay. it. Okay, yeah, okay, so, yeah, gotcha. Because like, um, there's stuff later on in games where you learn about traveling through stuff. But like, if you go into the darkness without anything protecting you, that's how you're gonna like lose your heart and fall apart. Okay, and that's what happened to Kyrie, right? Is that she fell? We don't know yet. No, we don't know yet. Dang it! <laughs> Just very worried. 
feel I feel like you're so stressed out about Kyrie. I just I just want her to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> While they're talking, uh, you hear a, like a roar of a beast in the background. Okay. And Riku kind of like jumps up and he kind of looks behind him, just kind of like, "What the hell was that?" Maleficent's just like, "Oh, don't worry about him. He's just someone from another world. We don't know how he got here." When we took the princess from him, he should have lost his heart when his world f- fell into darkness, but he didn't, and he's here. But, you know, his power is nothing compared to yours. And she's like, especially since you're not at full power. And then she kind of, like, does some, like, I don't know, she just kind of, like, opens her arms wide and is all witchy looking. Yeah. And then Riku starts to, grow, uh, like, glow green, and she talks about awakening in his full potential. Uh, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> That's it for the villains. They were talking about how the character that was roaring, which, you know, there's a princess and someone roared. You can probably guess who it is. It's Beast, if if I'm putting the clues together. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of, she's like, yeah, he managed to get through without a vessel and somehow got here without losing his heart. Uh, He's just so angry. (laughs) That's actually the answer. Is it? (laughs) Basically. Well, it makes sense. He's just so mad about it that he's like, no, fuck a heartless. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get through there. <laughs> what is Hollow Bastion like? We got like three minutes left. Uh, Yeah, I guess we've only just started hearing the name Hollow Bastion and we've only ever really seen like the parts where the villains are, where it's the inside of the castle. And when Hook references Hollow Bastion, he mentions the ruins of the castle at Hollow Bastion. Okay. So I think it's kind of implied that they're like inside of a castle. Okay. Because when I hear it, like, I just think of a little forest setting. And I was like, that can't be right if all the bad shit's going on here. I will say, remember all the way back in Deep Jungle, where they were going through the slideshows, and I mentioned there was one of a castle, and Sora uh, reacted to it? yeah. Okay. That's, like, another, just, like, a little pin. Like, we still don't have the answer, but just, like... There's no string to it yet, yeah. but you can just put a pin there. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just, like, one of the cool, like, ways that they kind of, like, tie things together that you have to pay attention to that are pretty cool. Okay. But yeah, that's it for the villains. And after this, we have a quick stop in Traverse Town, which is actually really short, but I don't want to start it just in case it goes off. Got about a minute and a half, so... All right, I'll start it as much as I can, then I'll probably get... We'll see if I get through it. So you get there, you talk to Sid, and you have another Navi gene. He walks away to go and install it. And once he goes away, Sora's just kind of, like, standing there, kind of slumped and, like, pouting a bit. And Donald and Goofy do the whole, like, oh, we send out frowning, no sad faces, you're breaking the rules. Yep. And then Sora's just like, yeah, but how can you be so cheerful? I don't have my friends, you don't have your king, like, nothing's going our way. They're like, yeah, well, the king told us to find you and stay with you, so, like, as long as we're all together, everything's gonna be fine, so don't worry about it. Okay. And Sora's just like, all right, I guess it works. And uh, Sora's like, all right, I guess I'll believe in myself. And then, like, he closes his eyes, and you hear you hear Kyrie's voice just be like, yeah, believe in yourself, Sora. And then when he opens his eyes, he's like, it, like doing the like falling through darkness kind of thing again, like he's flying. Yeah. And a lot, uh, a lot of falling. Yeah. A lot of falling. This kid does. <laughs> And, like, he's just kind of floating through the darkness, and then, like, you're in, like, what looks like a library, and there's, like, an old lady sitting on a chair, and then, like, a little baby Kyrie is running up to her, just like, oh, hi, Grandma. Well, this is 
final mix thing, so there's no sound, so it's dialogue going, hi, Grandma. Uh, right, yeah, because they didn't get the voice yeah. actors back because they were all older now. <laughs> and he's just kind of like, oh, shit, that's Kyrie. Where am I? Because he's still just, like, flying above this. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, on the ceiling watching them. And then the grandma just starts kind of expositing, and she's talking about how the world was created. And she's just like, so the world used to be all light, and everyone wanted it all to themselves. And that's how darkness was created, just through the fact that they were, like, fighting each other and having negative emotions, and it created darkness, and it destroyed the light. And then everything was thrown into darkness, and the light disappeared. But then the light was reborn through the hearts of children who wanted to save the world. And that's where the tree, the true light was reborn. And all of our worlds were just like connected again. And we could go back and forth between worlds. But then true light is somewhere in the darkness and why the worlds haven't been connected. Oh yeah, so she's just talking about how there's a door within the darkness that will open and the light will return. And that there's always going to be a light somewhere deep in the darkness. So you can't lose hope. Okay. Uh, that's that's time. Okay. That's a good place to to stop. Yeah, that's a very Kingdom Hearts place. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm starting to I'm starting to see because obviously I know Kingdom Hearts is complicated. That's what this podcast is. Is like, hey, tell me about this complicated thing. But everything up until now has been like pretty straightforward. And so I was like, oh yeah, I got a handle on this. And then now I'm starting to see like, no, I don't. No, I don't <laughs> think I do. Um. So I'm, I'm very excited to get to to find out where the fuck Kyrie's heart went and who took it and what happened to it it's gonna be a good answer when we get there okay uh well shannon what can we expect next time on kingdom smarts uh we are gonna be finished with traverse town basically immediately and then i'll probably do because after that we're gonna go to hollow bastion which is basically the end of the game oh dang yeah we're really close hollow bastion's very dense so we still got a few episodes okay was there uh, um hundred acre wood yeah, I was going to do 100 Acre Woods and then maybe Ansem Reports. Okay. I had to figure out how we could do Ansem Reports. I'll I probably have to just read them again. Good luck. <laughs> I, I can't help on that part. No, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, we're definitely at like the Act 3 of the game. So we are we are getting there. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're not done with the game yet, but after this game, what which one are we doing next? Chain of Memories. Chain of Memories. Okay. And that'll probably fly a little quicker because it's just story stuff yep because i didn't yep. fucking play that game it's terrible and it should feel bad hey that's all i'm here for uh, <laughs> is the story stuff thanks for listening if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow us at kingdom smarties or you can send us an email uh at kingdom smarts podcast at gmail.com if you want to follow me on twitter i'm at shannon Maynor. i'm at jj underscore mason you can also uh, leave us a rating review on itunes or stitcher or Google Play? I know we're definitely on Stitcher. I'm pretty sure we're on Google Play. Or Podbean? Is that a Pod, thing? Maybe. I think we might have made it over there. I don't put us on there, but sometimes people just do. So, so leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. We haven't even met the villain of the game yet. The I'm, fuck? I'm also not kidding. Oh, God. Of this game? <laughs> yep. What? It's over. <laughs> Everything pulls up chain of memories. That's why I keep messing this up.
they just love that fucking card battle system so much. 